Welcome into Sosa Steam Room. My name is Drew Edstrom, and the other co-host of this podcast is my good friend, Blake Van Pocky. Blake, how are you, dude? Good. How are you, Drew? I'm doing just fine. It's uh, We celebrated our country this week. It was a good time. Yes. Saw now, some men eat some hot dogs. Yeah, a lot of hot dogs, a lot of good foods, <laughs> 70 good meats. to be exact. And uh, now I'm ready to just sleep the entire weekend. That's my plan. I'm with you there, buddy. So, episode 41, Subs Steam Room. A couple things you need to know for advertising inquiries, or if you want to send us some questions, email us, subsysteamroom at gmail.com, or just send us a tweet. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. Just search Sosa Steam Room. Subscribe and rate our podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, as well as iTunes. We have personal Twitter accounts, myself, at DN Edstrom, and Blake, your Twitter handle. At Soldier Field, BLG. And of course, we are a part of the Wrigley Report Podcast Network. Make sure to check out WrigleyReport.com. And today we're going to talk some NBA free agency, the Cubs and their continued struggles, and the Blackhawks made a couple moves. Not much on the Bears front, but we'll we'll touch on them a little bit. It's coming. Soon enough. Two weeks till Soon training enough. camp. Two, Two weeks. weeks, baby. So my large adult son is back in the fold, Blake. My deepest, darkest fear has been it's been overcome because Cristiano Felicio <laughs> is, is back um, with the Bulls. Thank God. He signed a four-year, $32 million deal to stay in Chicago. I think this is a pretty solid deal, good value um, for a guy who showed a lot of improvement last season and for a Bulls team that is young and um, trying to rebuild, whatever rebuilding looks like for a Garpax, um, yeah. he's a good piece to have. Um, he's good positioning-wise. He knows where to be on the floor. He's got good hands, decent enough footwork, needs to work on his post game a little bit, but he's a good energy guy, runs the floor extremely well, and I'm I'm very happy he's back. I am a happy human. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of nice to see the Bulls, uh, kind of value him as much as you do, because all I've heard is, from your from your mouth is, is how good he is. But, uh, it's good to see the Bulls also value him, uh, enough to give him a four year deal. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I don't think anyone loves Felicio more than me. I have kind of a sick. I highly doubt. I highly doubt it. I kind of have a sick obsession with him, but I'm very happy he's back. Large adult son. <laughs> Large adult son, and I'm gonna name my first child after him. So, my real, <laughs> my real infant son, one day will yeah, be we named have, Christian Felicio. We have that written down on Twitter, so can't back out. It's documented. It's set in stone. Documented. I I screenshotted it in case you ever delete it. You know what they say. Everything you say on Twitter needs to be held against you at all times. And that's like the the purest form of documentation there can be is (laughs) a post on Twitter. So watch what you tweet. Yes. I bet you've said a couple stupid things on Twitter from time to time. Oh, my God. So many stupid things. So many things. So many things. But Felicio, he's back, <laughs> and he is a big, happy teddy bear. It was his birthday the other day. So really? happy birthday to Felicio. Um, Where did you get him? I 
the Bulls got him a contract that was extent. I signed the I signed the contract too. Well, what did you get him? I signed the contract. I was like, I was the witness. Your co-signer. Said, yeah, I said, I'm here for this, Drew Edstrom, and I signed it with a heart. Well, he he needed a legal guardian there, so he needs supervision. I mean, it makes sense times. that you were there. He needs supervision, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad I could be there for him. But I think this is a good signing for the Bulls, and uh, him along with it looks like Miritich is going to be back. the The well has kind of run dry for him in regards to other teams. I haven't heard a ton of interest and his name being thrown around, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's back with the Bulls, or maybe his camp kind of just made it clear from the get go. Hey, listen. He's going to be in yeah. Chicago, so kind of back off. He's been working out at the Advocate Center quite a bit. And there, I haven't really suspected that um, he would be gone. There was some conversation after Jimmy got traded, whether or not the Bulls um, were going to invest in Miritich, but it's looking like um, they are. No idea contract-wise what that will look like, how many years. Um, but I think it's safe to say that that he'll be back. And, you know, why not, I guess, if you have to fill roster yeah. spots? There's really only one more spot remaining, um, and that's Miritich's. Um, I don't know what that will look like with Markkanen in the fold now in regards to playing time. They're pretty set on bigs and guards. They need some wings, and they signed Justin Holiday, Bulls legend Justin Holiday, back. Yes, Bulls legend. For a two-year, nine million dollar deal. Yeah, he's a he's a legend. That was uh, parts. What was he here for? Like two months, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Tail end of a season, then got uh, lumped into the Derrick Rose deal, and yeah. two years, nine million, not bad value for a younger wing who actually played pretty well for the Knicks last year. One of the few mm-hmm. bright spots for the Knicks. Um. Just a guy who can defend a little bit and um, plays hard. And so that's good value for the Bulls. And they desperately needed a wing because with their five different point guards they had at one point before they waived Rondo, um, wing was definitely a need with Jimmy Butler gone. Um, Denzel Valentine could play a little bit of the wing, but I see him as more of a 2-3 kind of hybrid um, off the bench, I don't see him getting starters minutes. So you had you had to make sure that you you went out and you got another wing, um, especially one that could guard. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about Rondo for a second because we haven't talked since he got waived. Um, yeah, there was talk that they could waive him and sign him to a short term, a shorter deal for less money, um, but. Now, all of a sudden, it seems like the only point guards left on the market that have any value are, well, defined value, I guess, are Rondo and Derrick Rose, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> yes, it is. So there's been some Laker talk a little bit. The Spurs have been interested in Rose for a little bit. We'll see what happens. Um, that would be interesting. It would be to see Popovich kind of try to revitalize yeah, Rose's career. Not- it sounds like uh yeah one of those Bill Belichick taking a guy make him something type of deals. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Rondo leaving isn't the worst thing in the world, especially when you're rebuilding. I mean, you want a good veteran presence um, in the locker room, 
Um, and Rondo is definitely one of those guys that the younger players looked up to, but the Bulls needed to shed some cap and they did so with getting rid of Rondo. Um, and plus they had so many point guards on the roster, young guys who needed to get minutes like Chris Dunn, Valentine, I mentioned point guard of the future, Cameron Payne. Um, so there's some guys who were in the fold who definitely need more playing time and Rondo, you know what you're going to get with him. Um, he's not going to be a long-term piece. So it was time to say bye. Any reaction from you yeah. with, with the news of him getting waived? Um, I mean, not really surprised. Uh, they're rebuilding now. So, I mean, it's better to probably give a, a younger guy at the position more run than a, than a guy who's going to be gone in a year or two. So, um, I don't know. No, no big surprise. Um, I have a question though. Do you think this team is now They're They're obviously not a better team than they were, but do you think they're more suited towards, uh, Hoy ball? Well, they really have no choice. So they have so many young guys who are going to be trying to prove themselves who play at a little quicker tempo, I'd say. Um, and you have marketing and Miritich will be back to kind of stretch the floor um, Valentine can stretch the floor a little bit. Um, I'd say that this is, I think there's more pressure on Fred Hoiberg now than there was last season. Um, because last season you had all the egos, you had Rondo and Butler along with Wade, who will be back, who Dwayne Wade will not be in a Bulls uniform come, uh, the end of the season. There's no shot. Definitely not. He's getting traded. He's getting moved. Um, Robin Lopez, also a guy who's going to get moved as well at some point um, with this Felicio deal and the mm-hmm. fact that he's one of the few valuable pieces remaining that the bulls have to possibly get a draft pick um, pretty contracts, pretty friendly as well for other teams. So, I mean, I think this team will play hoy ball a little bit more fast paced running gun um, shoot. They'll shoot a lot. Um, yeah. We'll see how Wade That's what I fits into that. They, yeah. It seems like they made more of an emphasis to improve the shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't do a whole lot. But yeah, um, with Dwayne Wade, he's going to get a lot of nights off early on in the season. Um, he's re- You're going to hear a lot of snarky remarks from Dwayne Wade in yes. post-game pressers, which will be entertaining. Yeah, and... I won't lie. That's the Dwayne I want. <laughs> I, lo- I love that Dwayne. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he kind of does in this new role. He's he, on vacation. He's basically on vacation all the time. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be. We're gonna be seeing a lot more uh, publicity stunts from him and like stuff with his various brands, way more than good basketball from Dwayne Wade. Uh, but yeah. just good enough, hopefully, to get a decent return when he is yeah. traded um, because just to hold on to him would be kind of foolish. Um, so we'll see. There's going to be a lot of movement. I've heard a ton of speculation. Yeah. I've heard a ton of speculation on Dwayne Wade, just not necessarily about this season, but beyond this season. Mm-hmm. There were some talks of a buyout, but it looks like that's not going to happen. Um, yeah. So he's getting moved, but the real story here, Blake, is yes. on Saturday, the Bulls are kicking off summer league action to defend their summer league title 
last year, Denzel Valentine hitting game winner. Um, the little step back Classic turnaround, game. pretty ugly looking shot, to be honest. That went in. Did you, did you watch it? Oh yeah, I watched it. Of course. Live? Uh, I did. I watched the I watched the overtime. So, okay. I wasn't able to catch the fourth. So I watched the I watched the overtime and I saw Denzel hit the game winner, which was pretty entertaining. Um, so I'm excited for the Summer Bulls to be back and make some noise. That's for sure. So yep. they kick off against Dallas tomorrow, and a lot of the young guys will be on the be on the roster. Dunn, Payne, Markinen, and some other guys too. Um, Denzel. It'll be it'll be pretty fun to watch, actually. Um, hopefully, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, I want to see. I want to. I want to see some Markinen. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. And you saw some other rookies getting some run tonight. Uh, Jackson and Ball, Fox, um, Fox playing pretty well tonight yeah. for the Kings. The Kings are a fun team. It's ridiculous how quickly that kind of changed. Yeah, it's <laughs> they've had a good off season. Mm-hmm. So for summer you league know, action, for a team that never has a good off season. But yep. Yeah, summer league action back in full swing. And I want to ask, I want to bring up the idea of. Real, the possibility of realigning conferences. I don't think that this is a realistic possibility, but I want to ask you what you think about think whether or not they should realign the conferences or keep it the same. I saw this earlier today, and uh, my first reaction was just no. I mean, yeah, there's a competitive imbalance right now between the two conferences, but that's because the West teams are getting all the talent. They're just signing everybody. So, you know, if, if they want to, you know, if they feel like they need to realign, maybe teams in the East should just, I don't know, try a little harder because yeah, and management out East shouldn't be so stupid. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I mean, you, you saw all the moves in free agency, Paul George getting traded to OKC who also had a really good off season thus far. Um, Hayward left the West to go to Boston, which I think was the right move. Um, playing in yeah. a weaker conference, playing with better players around him, going back to his old college coach. Same result, though. Yes, exact same result. <laughs> yeah. LeBron will be leading the Cavs back to the title before he leaves at the end of next so, season. So you think he leaves? Yes, I think he leaves. It's been one of the big topics this offseason, even though it has nothing to do with this offseason. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on some of these um, free agent signings or moves? The Paul George OKC uh, one really surprised me, and the Chris Paul to Houston trade. Yeah, too. <coughs> well, the Paul George one surprised me because I know the Celtics were offering a bunch, and I'm sure other teams were offering, and then they – the uh, I forget the – Pacers uh, GM, but he takes a pretty weak deal. <laughs> um, I would say the one that surprised me the most, though, was the Chris Paul signing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I assumed he wanted to go to like a, a, a good team, an established team, but um, to end up in Houston was a bit surprising. But I'm excited because I think uh, I, I feel like the end result will be the same, but I feel like the journey to get there will be better. This yeah, season, the West is going to be insane to watch. So yeah. many good teams out West, and it'll be interesting to see um, how Chris Paul and James Harden play together. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like the two uh, guys who need a ball in their hand. Uh, I'll be interested to see how D'Antoni kind of tries to figure that thing out in the Western Conference. Yeah, so it should be fun to watch. It will definitely be fun to watch. And um, as the NBA season approaches, there's going to be more moves made. Um, Carmelo possibly getting bought out of his Knicks contract, possibly heading out west or even in Cleveland. Um, maybe a little trade action for Kevin Love. Who knows what happens? Um, there's a lot of time left. So we'll keep an eye on that. And Blake, yeah. describe your feelings about the Cubs in one word right now. <laughs> Disappointing. Mine is uh, sad. I'm a sad man. <laughs> So the Cubs right now, um, they currently sit four and a half back because I believe the Brewers won tonight against the Yankees. Yeah, um, they did. So that's just disappointing in its own right. I, I, the Brewers are they seem like they're for real, but you know they're the for Brewers. real with air quotes. Yeah, because they're the Brewers and yeah, stuff could happen. So I, should I, the... feel, I feel like the Brewers right now are are still thinking to themselves like we're still in first place, you know, like. But I will say they do look like a a much better team than I originally thought. I thought they might be a gimmick at first, but they're looking better and better, which is not a good sign for the Cubs. And I saw a report that they're going to be buyers at the trade deadline and have some interest in Quintana. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll tell you who they really need, though, is uh, Jonathan Lucroy. Yeah. They do. That's, that's, that's their big uh, need area, mm-hmm. which is funny how that works out. So should the Cubs try to like weather the storm and just be like, you know, we're not going to make any big moves, or should they just go for it? Well, I've been thinking about this a lot because the talk <clears throat> has been Justin Verlander, who's 35 and would be a rental player. Um, and... If that's the case, I say definitely not. I'm not about that. Um, the last thing this team needs right now, maybe last year a rental player makes sense, but this team needs to retool. I mean, they're still in win-now mode. Like They can still sign some players and actually go for it, but I don't want to see them get rid of prospects just for a rental and be kind of in the same situation in a year or two from now. I want to see them, if anything, get a cost control guy like an archer, which I don't know if that's a possibility anymore because the rays have been a lot better. Um, but I, I just, if, if the plan it a Verlander type, I, uh, I hope they don't pull the trigger because I feel like even if they have a down year, this team is so young that if they make the right moves and give people the right contracts, they will be back to where they were sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards the don't make a big move side of things and saying, you know, like you essentially have pretty much the same team as you did last year. You need some rotation help. Um, but I think a lot of the problems right now stem from inside 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 the clubhouse um Mm -hmm. there it doesn't seem like the cubs are having fun at all and granted you have fun when you win 
Um, so I don't know if that's just like losing Dexter Fowler and David Ross was that big of a blow or something else is going on in that clubhouse that we don't know about. We obviously know about the Miguel Montero situation that happened and how he is now a Blue Jay. But yes. I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I agree. They don't seem to be in that same mindset last year where they're just having fun first and then playing baseball second. It seems to be more of a grind this year. And the the struggles I feel like are starting to get to some players. Um, I think the Montero situation is an example of that. And you see players throwing things at each other in the media. And that's just it's kind of a sign of a little bit of dysfunction. Um I'm not sure what the cause is. It could be, you know, those those glue guys like a Fowler or Ross are out, or just the a lot the losing in general. But um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not totally sure how they get back to that the, that type of uh, locker room or clubhouse that they had last year. It's it's uh, it's a weird situation right now, especially for a young team coming off a World Series uh, season. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, health has had a lot to do with it as well. Now they're just starting to get, they just got Zobris back and Hayward. And, you know, now they're waiting for Hendricks. So mm-hmm. that's a big factor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, I mean, they've been, uh, they've definitely been uh, <coughs> playing uh, handicapped, I guess. For most of the last, the last like two months have been really injury heavy. So uh, I think we'll get a better view of this team in the second half. But um, the signs going into the second half aren't looking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a team that's ever needed a break, it's this team, big time. They just need mm-hmm. to clear their heads for sure. So do you, I? I still think I still think the Cubs win the division. I still think that's going to happen. It whether or not they have postseason success all depends on what their rotation looks like, how healthy Hendricks is, whether or not their their big guns Bryant and Rizzo are producing. Because um, mm-hmm. Bryant, you know, for me has been has been sticking out like a sore thumb. Um, you know, reigning MVP, he needs to be putting up like much better numbers um he's been so inconsistent and you know guys like schwarber addison russell um aren't contributing as well so bryant and rizzo just need to carry this team and i'd love to see like a nice five game win streak like they do so often um last Mm -hmm. season i i'm not sensing that there's a big run in the horizon i hope i'm wrong of course good win today against pittsburgh but how many times have we said that this season? And then the next day they come and they lay an egg. Yeah, that's that's been the problem. Is you know they they win and then they lay an egg the next day. And all season, I think people have been expecting to see that 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 streak or run, and it just hasn't happened. And I've seen this before, where teams are just hovering around five hundred and can't really break out of it. And obviously, this team is better than their record. Um, or at least should be. And, you know, I still believe that run is in, in them at some point. I feel like they just need to get confidence and maybe uh, a blip in their schedule where they can, you know, they have a homestand against some bad teams or something. But 
it's it's in there. They just have to they have to break into it. And like you said, like last year they were straight. It seems like they're on a long winning streaks constantly. And the fact that they haven't been on one like all season is kind of telling. But um, it's the same team, so like why couldn't they? Why shouldn't they be able to go on a, a long streak again? So it's it's in there, but uh, they're just having trouble finding it for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean the second their second half schedule is pretty weak, so I'm hoping that they're able to really rally and um, put something together. And that all starts with the starting pitching for me. Hendricks needs to come back and be like a real stabilizing force for this team. I wouldn't mind going and picking up somebody for the back end of the rotation. Um, I don't think Theo yeah. is really looking for that mega deal unless the unless he's able to fleece some team, which could happen because Theo's yeah. done, Theo's done that in the past. Um, but we'll see. Yes, and no absolutely. Cubs from last year's team on an All Star Game roster, <clears throat> which is crazy. Which is absolutely crazy. I mean, for a fan vote to have a team that you know, was so popular last year, had, I think, seven players on the roster the previous year to have only Wade Davis. That's, that is very indicative of how their season has gone. And I'm glad they didn't get a bunch because they didn't deserve it. Absolutely not. I hope they, that kind of puts a little chip on their shoulder. Um, yeah. So let's move on It's a wake-up call. Yeah, sure. I hope so. Let's move on to some Blackhawks stuff, and then we'll touch on the Bears last. Walk like us it. through some of the recent moves that the Blackhawks have made. Well, the first move that uh, <laughs> they made last week um, is a guy that we all know and love. Patrick Sharp is back. At the behest of me, I, I'm i getting tired of the rehash players coming back, but... Uh, Patrick Sharp is back. He's on a one-year deal worth eight hundred thousand, with a two hundred thousand bonus for playing. I think ten games. Um, so I mean, the Hawks get a guy who's capable of, you know, being a, a point producer, a goal scorer. Um, but last year we didn't see it, and he's been injured a lot. So, kind of a question mark. I do like, like the idea of bringing Sharp back and playing, getting that chemistry back with some of the guys, but. Um, I'm kind of iffy on if he can stay healthy and I don't think he's the same guy. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are. He's definitely not the same guy and Hawks fans shouldn't be expecting that. Um, however, he does have good chemistry with some of the guys. He knows how to play in Q system and it's pretty cheap, very cheap contract. Very cheap. So you're, you're kind of taking low risk. That could be a high reward and a good guy in the locker room as well so that's how i feel about it we'll have to see what happens with him but i'm pretty yeah. all right about this deal to be honest yeah i mean i like it as a cheap deal i think you know if you're gonna bring in someone for that for a million dollars you know you want a guy who's familiar and still has the potential to you know tap into that that talent and that and his amazing shot um, and if you can just stay healthy, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, but I am getting tired of the Hawks, you know, making a point to bring back players on some of their cup teams. Obviously, there's 
some guys that have worked out, but for the most part, these 35 plus year old guys have not. So, uh, uh, I hope to see a change in that in the future. They're kind of running out of guys to do that too, regardless. Um, but moving on the, the next signing Lance Boma, uh, from the Calgary flames, a, uh, forward. This was probably the one signing I really disliked. Um, for a multitude of reasons, but basically instead of giving the job to a guy like Dennis Rasmussen, who just signed in Anaheim today for a really cheap, um, they hand the job over to Lance Boma, who from what I understand is a Andrew Shaw without scoring ability. So, so nothing. So nothing like what is that then at that point? So I I've heard other people say, you know, he'll be good. On special teams, like he could, he can fill in on the penalty kill. I, I'm not totally sure like how they're gonna use him. I feel like he's just gonna be a goon who, you know, brings more physicality, which is you know whatever. Um, and it's totally against how the Hawks play. But, but um, the final big free agent signing, uh, well, not really big, but I mean for the Hawks it is uh, Tommy Wingles, who's from. I think not Lyle. That's uh, that's uh, Scott Darling. I forget where he's from. He's from somewhere in Illinois, like Rockford or something. But Tommy Wingles uh, signed on a cheap deal as well. Should you know bring help to maybe the third or fourth line? But once again, another guy who's scored very little in his career hasn't done a whole lot. Feels like they're just kind of searching for a guy with maybe a little bit of the upside who could fill in to those spots that, you know, you know, maybe help at, add more depth in the spot of uh, Marion Hosa or whatever. Um, I'm not particularly excited about this. Uh, he's just another depth guy in my eyes. And same with Lance Boma. Like, Lance Boma won't score a lot of goals he might do some other things uh let's just hope for the best and see what we get but um just based on their previous uh their past years and previous numbers uh they it doesn't look like the hawks got any better yeah and a deal finally happened with marcus kruger um something that's been talked about for a while um Mm. it finally happened um so you want to break that down a bit yeah, so if you've been following the Hawks cap situation, Kruger had to be moved at some point to make room. Um, even with putting Hosa on long-term IR, moving some players, losing some guys, um, Kruger still had to be moved to get under the cap, which is just crazy. Um, but he originally got moved to Vegas for cash considerations, I think. Um and that was rumored all, you know, all year long that, that Kruger could potentially go to Vegas, and then, uh, but then he gets traded, and it was their, it was Vegas' second trade of a, a former Hawks player. They, they traded TVR the the night of the draft to the Carolina uh, Hurricanes, and believe it or not, uh, Marcus Kruger is also headed to Carolina. So that's three or four, I guess you can say four Hawks going to Carolina in the last two years, including Tavo and uh, Scott Darling. So um, it's going to look awfully familiar 
in Carolina next season. I'm actually a little excited to see how these guys do. Cause I think they got three pretty solid, four pretty solid players, but uh, you know, it's, it sucks for the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. They're the Carolina red Hawks, as you mentioned. <laughs> That's what I call them. They're the new, they're the new expansion franchise along with Vegas, the Carolina red Hawks. So, <laughs> you know, bear stuff. Anything you're looking forward to in regards to training camp? Any battles to watch? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward a lot to this uh, wide receiver battle. I feel like the competition will raise the level of play a little bit, and I think it will help the top guys. I think it will help guys like Cameron Meredith and especially Kevin White. Um, so looking ahead, I think if you're going to – Keep an eye on one roster battle. That's definitely the one you should look at. Um, also, in the secondary, there's a lot of guys there who are fighting for spots. So, um, two weeks, and we'll get to watch it all. And I'm very excited. And hopefully, Big Mitch signs his deal, signs his contract. Yeah, this, at first, you know, we've been mentioning it. Uh, the last few episodes, just, you know, like anything to be concerned about, or, you know, at the time, nothing, but as it creeps closer and closer, you know, you get a little more concerned, you know, I've, I've seen heard rumblings of, you know, possibly missing the first or second week. I don't see that happening, happening. Um, I don't think Mitch Trubisky thinks that's going to happen. I don't think bears ownership's going to thinks that's going to happen. So, I still expect a deal. I, I don't know how close they are on anything. Um, but, I mean, just they need to hurry up because the clock is uh, starting to tick a little. Yes, it is. And the clock is starting to tick on this on this podcast as well. Yes. So let me get into some shout-outs here, and then you can hit us with your words of wisdom, as you always do. Um, shout-outs to DJ Folklore, Sammy Sosa, Chris the Foreign Thunder, Hector, Beefton, Skullville, WrigleyReport.com, Javier Baez, Barack Obama, David Ross, Anthony Rizzo, my large adult son for getting a new contract, Ryan Pop, the <laughs> Internet, the Chicago Cubs, kind of, all the moms out there, David <laughs> Holmes, Theo Epstein, Nintendo Human Beings, and Sydney Norman. Some final plugs for you. Find us on Twitter at Sosa Sydney Norman. Myself at Dean Edstrom. Find us on Instagram at Sosa Steamroom. Check out WrigleyReport.com. Subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. And Blake, any words of wisdom from you, my friend? Yeah, I got some. I, 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 I hope people over this next week uh, enjoy themselves. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves, whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Sicko. I was going to um, say something else. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in to the Blake Van Pocky show because it was mostly Blake talking uh, the majority oh. of the time. Um, <laughs> I My throat is about as dry as the Sahara Desert. So if it sounded like I was coughing up a lung. That doesn't sound good. Throughout that, throughout that Maybe podcast. Maybe drink some water? Possibly some H2O. In my future, that's yeah. my words. Oh, that's my uh, words of wisdom. Tea, some hot tea. That's good for your throat. Drink some hot tea. Hot tea. And drink water. <laughs> you know, a hot tea. <laughs> it's enough out of you. Arrested development, baby. So, some Watch words it. of wisdom. Enjoy yourself. Drink water and uh, hot Watch tea. Watch Arrested Development. <laughs> and watch Arrested Development. 
have a good have a good rest of your week folks and thanks for listening and i love you <laughs>